0: Hey, did
1: you did you connect using the link that I sent you through a text message, or did you get yes. a message? Through, okay, because it's weird. Yeah, I, I, I sent you a message through Anchor. Oh, but it, it didn't. Uh, it must, it must I, got not, I
0: got the text thing, and then it said, "Do you want to open through the Anchor app?" And I went, "Yeah." So I just went that, and you no. Know, oh, Smart Regardless, car. yeah, you're here. So I have a question for you. Okay, go ahead. Are you familiar with nopalitos? Nopalitos? Uh, okay. uh, you know, nopales. you mean the you know, the cactus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good with eggs.
1: Good with eggs. I didn't think about that. So I was uh, introduced to them last night. The Hispanic couple that lives across the well, in the building next to me. They well,
0: are they Hispanic to- or are they Mexican?
1: Uh, uh I think she's her family's from Mexico. oh okay what's, what's uh is it the same thing?
0: Well, yeah. I think people from Spain you know oh, you know okay. people from okay. Spain even they I don't think they really like the term Hispanic. Oh really I, I don't know where that where that came from. Oh, actually, I do kind of know where that came from, but anyway, yeah, but Nopales are great. Uh, Yeah, it's a Mexican treat for sure. You know what's good is when you put it in a soup, it thickens up the broth a little bit and gives a kind of a citrus flavor. It's really good. Well, she gave me
1: a a dish and had rice with carrots and other things in it. And then uh, I thought the Nepalis, when I looked at them, I thought they were bell peppers,
0: peppers. Oh, yeah, they look like it.
1: Yeah. And – and had beef and onion in it little ooh. pieces of ground beef ground beef mixed up into it
0: oh that 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 is a mexican thing that's for sure
1: let's see i'm trying to find something online that looks similar to what it was and the closest thing i've got here it looks like it's nopales with chorizo ooh
0: yeah with chorizo man
1: there's another one, nopales with ground beef. That kind of looks like what it is, too.
0: Yeah, probably what you got, but they gave you, yeah.
1: Well, I gave, I gave it, and my dad shared it with me. He said, "You got to get that
0: recipe." Oh, here oh. it is:
1: nopales and scrambled eggs. Oh gosh,
0: I have to get. See, that. that's what I to, yeah. See, yeah, put it with scrambled eggs. I think you'll like it a lot, and they're good. They're actually pretty good for you. I think for your blood pressure, things like that. That's
1: what they were saying. Some people who it's supposed to be helpful for weight loss.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people eat real lardy foods, you know, yeah. uh, but you know, because, uh, you know, a lot of lard and carbohydrates and stuff like that, you know, that's that nopales kind of helps, uh, counterbalance that. Huh. But, uh, you know, for some reason, nopales I guess they don't, people don't eat them enough <laughs> or whatever, yeah. whatever. I don't know. But, uh, but uh, I think you just uh, they're the great like I say the great flavors. It's good stuff. It's really tasty stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's a it's a big it's a big Mexican dish. That's for sure.
1: Mexican dish. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's a that's big time. Yeah, that's that's really good stuff. That's it's not even like festival food. That's just good everyday eating.
1: Here we go. Here's another one. Uh, and that kind of looks like what it is. This is a menu at Tacos El Habo. I, I guess that's a that's a menu. So uh, it looks like it's got what we had: ground beef, some rice, and some uh,
0: beans. Yeah. They, yeah good rent. old yeah. Good old everyday eating.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what else is good for ex- good for uh, weight loss?
0: What's that? Exercise. Exercise, well, yeah, well, you know, uh, I guess it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer to watch out and just watch what I'm because, you know, I, I can do that in the morning. I hate exercise in the morning. I, I know that it really helped me the last time I lost weight, yeah, but that's when I was in my 30s, man, and I'm telling you, it, it's really hard to do that in the morning, so... Don't start yeah. preaching on me, okay? No, I wouldn't. Do, I wouldn't. No, yeah. Uh, you okay. get kind of. That's the second time you brought that up. So you know, I, I'm sorry, Lord. No, I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm sorry. I just had a cup of coffee. I get a little I, defensive when I drink coffee.
1: You drink coffee after twelve? You drink coffee after
0: three? Well, well, you know, it. I, I get up early in the morning. You know, I get up early, and I go. Well, there's the other reason I don't exercise because I get out and I walk the dog, and you know, I clean out my garage. Right now, if you you know, you know, some people don't clean out their garages, and they're all going. Well, I don't have any place to park my car. Well, clean out your freaking garage, and you'll be all right. So that's what I do. I clean out my garage so I can park my car. So, but let me
1: ask you this: who get whose car gets. Uh... Has the upper hand? Is it is it your car that's supposed to be in the garage, or is it your wife's car?
0: Well, depends if it's raining and if it's hailing, hers goes in. Uh huh. And and yeah, let me see. Well, it's just real hard to fit them both in there. You're right, uh, but but I think because hers is the nicer one, mine's more right. like the workhorse, and I got to build myself a. Uh, I get a car, a carport cover, and there's the other way I can get exercises. I just do stuff around the house. So yeah. Oh, oh, I am. Plus, man, you ever go to the gym and you see these people, and and, and especially old guys, you know, like guys my age, and they're really trying to be buff and everything, you know. And you right. know, the only reason they're doing it is to try to show off, right? And And so, so I kind of got into that trap one day and I was rowing, you know, I was doing this little rower and I was just having a nice easy river kind of thing there, you know. And then I saw this one guy and I was trying to keep up with his pace. I'm going, oh no. So I was like, in my mind, I was racing him. Next thing I know, I hear a little pop in the back of my shoulder and and there I am out for a month. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, and for what? For what? And, and then I couldn't even clean out my garage. And so for that month, guess whose car is outside mine? Yours? Yeah. So the gym actually cost me in more ways than one. Huh? So I said, well, I'm not. I'm just going to do something more. So now the time I spend in the gym, I, I now go to the garage. And, you know, was, well, you've seen my garage. Yeah. Yeah. You have you
1: you at least have a garage. I mean, you know, that's where men go. We 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 go to the garage to piddle. It's not a cave. It's well, it is the cave. It's our cave. It's our temple.
0: It's our it's our it's our meditation.
1: So right. Right. So and you you don't have an access to the house. From the garage, if it's raining, you got to go in the garage, and then you—if it's raining, you've got to go back outside into the rain and go up the steps and go through the back before
0: you're out of the rain, right? Yeah, you get your cardio that way. Yep. See there? See you know I I you know I this is the way since I got out of the gym I I don't have to like get in my car and go to the gym which is like five miles away. Yep. I don't know why I don't have they don't have a gym or well we do we got a rec center over here, but here again. By the time I get over there, back and everything, well that's three hours and well hells, bells I could have gotten to have something else done and then how come the dog? How come you didn't walk the dog? Well I was at the gym. Well go walk the dog. Well I'm too tired because now, now, oh and then I got athlete's foot on top of that.
1: Oh my goodness, it's just oh. one issue after another.
0: Well. Well, it's true, Hey, you know, and and, and what do you got to be on, you know? Let, let, let the kids
1: have. Well, you know where the athlete's foot comes from, right?
0: Yeah, from being an athlete,
1: and, you know, and,
0: and sweating too much.
1: Yeah, and uh, and your toes—you're not drying in between your toes when you're getting out of the <laughs> shower.
0: Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I had a hard time, had a hard time because we're reaching down there was was not a very good thing you know for me so
1: because you're you're stu- and it's i'm the same way my stomach's too big so i can't reach down and dry in between my toes therefore i get athletes foot so i can blame athletes foot on me being overweight
0: yeah but i figured something out that's it that. you know that back scratcher you know yeah i have that little wooden back scratcher that i use yeah well i just wrap a little towel around the end of it and i scratch my feet with it and it dries it out. And, so, just, you know, aim some uh, so, powder down in there, and I just dab it with the towel on the end of that stick. And, by gosh, I don't have to touch my toes. I can do that.
1: Oh, okay. So, therefore, you don't need to go down to the garage and go up and down the steps. You got your workout done.
0: There I am. Yeah. There I am. And, so uh, that just comes with wisdom. That's wisdom, my friend, yeah, right yeah. there. That's what that is. It's amazing how, ones...
1: how 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 getting older causes you to get wiser sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I don't get very much.
1: Yeah, you'd like to think so. I mean, the fact you're already wise enough to say don't exercise when you get up in the morning—that's wise. That's sage advice. That's right. That's that's like Dalai Lama.
0: That's yeah. S- that's that mountaintop that- thing.
1: That's sitting on for and meditating for many years, kind of, and from book writing material.
0: It's looking inward. That's exactly right. You look inward and you find that inner peace, and you right. get a good nap sometimes out of it, you know.
1: Especially after you just woke up. That's right. So, so yeah. Those are the best naps, the naps after you woke up.
0: Oh, yeah. that. what <sighs> you know. And I don't know about you, but you know, when I wake up from a nice nap like that, well, doggone it! I got to make myself a sandwich. It just yep. it just goes with that feeling, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and there's that brings me back to the Nepalis. You know, you fry yourself up some some chorizo or a little, you know, ground beef, you put them Nepalis in there. You wrap it up in a tortilla. Oh. Holy mackerel! Wow! Now you see. How about, how about this? How about you take up some some
1: sage. Oh yeah and, and you take that sauce that sage and you ground it up or maybe a little mild or medium spicy sausage and then you <laughs> take some onions and you and you grill those onions in there then put the Nepalis in there. man you got this yeah I, I I tell you what I like the, I like the smell of onions cooking.
0: yeah, me too.
1: if you go, to uh a, the fair, or you go to one of these places, and they're cooking, uh, just, they just put out a whole bunch of cut onions and cut those onions. I'll smell those from the moment I walked onto the lot.
0: I know you just want to put your face right in it.
1: Yep, grilled onions are—it's just a great smell. At the uh, Addison Oktoberfest they're they're um, they cook the German potatoes. And they've got this yeah. big grill, and you just put put a bunch of cut potatoes out there, and they put a bunch of onions out there in the middle of that. I'm telling you, the lines, it's got the longest lines of the whole place.
0: Oh, man, longer than the, than the Fletcher's Corny Dog. Yep. That's
1: sure. Yeah, I'm That's a right. little disappointed in the Fletcher's Corny Dogs these days. I don't know if they've just gone, you know, they've gone national. I, I don't know. They, they just don't have the same flavor that they used to have,
0: and they're skinnier.
1: And they're expensive.
0: What is it? Ten dollars? Fifteen?
1: Yeah, they are. You know, they, they cost. It costs more to buy a Fluttershawn corny dog because if you if you take in the fact that you got to pay to park. I mean, it's not just the corny dog. It's the it's the pay to park. It's the entrance fee to get in. So you know, factor all that in. You're looking at twenty dollars if you go to the fair and buy a corny dog.
0: Man. I'll tell you what, you know, I'm thinking a way around that is like next year, I don't know, at some point, maybe I want to start working at least half a day. And that way I get in there. Then I get in good with the Fletcher kids, you know, throw them them some kind of sweet deal somehow over there. And then they just give me a couple of corn dogs for them. I'm set.
1: Well, I have had experience working at state fairs. Oh, really? Oh, man. I got to tell you, a company I worked for out of Tampa handled General Motors automobiles. And the first summer, they got a contract to represent Oldsmobile, Chevrolet, and Buick at the Cal State Fair in Sacramento.
0: Did you say cow state fair?
1: Cow, Cal, uh, California state fair.
0: Cal, oh, they, I thought they, you they said cow, Cal- like cows. Yeah,
1: yeah. that would be a weird state fair to have heifers and cows and it's a bunch of, you know, yeah. bovine. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> their uh, their event staff, management staff, they were thin. They didn't have enough people to represent. And I just started working there and they needed me to go out to get it ready until the one of their main event managers could make it back. Huh. So from, from Florida, we flew out on, I, th- I want to say we flew out on a Tuesday. Then we went to the fair on Wednesday. This is before the the, the fair would open up on, I think it opened up on Thursday, Thursday. So we went out on Wednesday, got everything set up. Then I had to get up at 4.30 the next morning and go back out. Well, the problem was, uh, whoever used my rental car, they didn't let me know where they parked it Wednesday night. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I had to wander around. I didn't find the car until about 1 o'clock in the morning, and I had to oh. be back there at 4.30 or 5. So the next day, I was there from 5 o'clock till State Fair closing on the weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They were closing at 12 o'clock. So all, all day long, and I thankfully I worked out a schedule with the other manager, who was he was managing the Chevrolet uh, display, and I was managing Oldenville and Buick. Yeah, and it worked out where at about twelve o'clock, one of us would go back to the hotel, take about an hour nap, get a a good shower, and then come back out. And then the other one would go, The you know, we would oversee the other one's display. Okay. You well, know, that, that helped out. But by Tuesday, because I was already jet lagged, I had to fly out from Florida to get there straight away. And, man, I'm I'm telling you, I was wiped out. Jeez. But next Monday or Tuesday, I kind of got things caught up, and then I had to fly back because the other manager came out. But. Oh man, I also did a another one up in, in Salt Lake City. I was actually in Salt Lake City during nine one one.
0: Oh man, that was weird times. Yeah, you got probably got shut down there,
1: right? We got shut down that day and the following day. Uh, the other event manager and I were we had a hope we had two hotel rooms. We just decided, especially the first day after watching the news and watching everything. Co- we just said, "Let's we got to get out of here." So yeah. we left the hotel and we drove up to Park City's uh, ski resort. There was no skiing, obviously. It was what it was September,
0: huh.
1: but we had to get away from that because it was just so depressing and, and sad. And, and we wound up. Drive. He was from Dallas, and we wound up keeping one of the rental cars and driving from Salt Lake City to Dallas. And then I, huh. I picked we were worried about flying. And oh yeah, of course everybody was. And the rental, the rental agencies were okay because they wanted to. They wanted to. So we took a rental car from Salt Lake City to Dallas. I left him and I got on a plane, flew back to Clearwater. Man. And then two weeks later, my job was ended. Man, and I, I was on
0: because-
1: the. I was on the bricks with a whole bunch of other people.
0: Man, that's right. I remember Where that time.
1: Where were you at nine eleven?
0: Oh, I was sitting right, just right here in my living room. Oh, I, was yeah? over here, I was talking to my brother, and he, he called me, goes, "Turn on the TV! Turn on the TV!" So I went and turned on the TV and see what I was going on, and I saw this this building that was had been on fire. You know, it was like it was still smoldering; it hadn't quite collapsed. Yeah, I was going, "What the hell happened there?" collapsed you know and then the second building went, holy crap we're at war man so I'm standing here jumping up and down didn't know what to do and I thought maybe I need to go get my kids or what I don't know what's going on and uh, so my brother you know he was he was kind of up in arms and um, I don't know neither one of us was going to sign up for the you know, army or anything like that we were too old by that point but <laughs> so anyway we went and got I, I went and fetch my kids from school and uh, brought them home as if that was going to do any good and, um, and the next thing I know because I was working in the schools I, I was doing all these uh, these presentations education shows and doing workshops in the classrooms and traveling around doing inserts and, and all kinds of stuff like that next thing I know the phone stops ringing, and uh, and then I found out from from my guys that you know the schools are shut. They're they're quitting. They're not doing shows anymore. I said, "What the hell for? Why not, man? You know, let's keep on going. Like we're doing. Oh no, because apparently we can't have any good things happen now because all this everybody's in sorrow now, or or just so much bad stuff is happening. We can't let ourselves have any educational programs." politics let's so all shut it down and we're all gonna you know it was all just defeatist stuff man I was going that's it because you know remember everybody's going well the terrorists won We'll, we'll do this and the terrorists win if you don't do that the terrorists will win so now everything that happened after that I would say well the terrorists won you know so <laughs> you know if somebody missed their if somebody got my order wrong for hamburger I would oh, say man. well the terrorists won mm-hmm. you know or Whatever happens, you know, if I didn't get the mail on time or whatever, well, the terrorists are going to win, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I yeah, don't know. Was no whatever? You know, know, it like whatever, you know look. You know, no, the dogs crap out on the lawn or whatever. I always I'd go, well, that's cause the terrorists. Yeah, Looks so, like the terrorist won. Yeah, the terrorists won. Yeah. So, and anyway, that but uh, but uh, you know, I don't know, and then, and then okay, so then. Whenever we, there was a the little bit that we were traveling. So, okay, I'm this tall guy, and I got, you know, bushy hair, sort of. I go through the airport, and people start, like, walking around me. And they start eyeing me and my bag. And I got profiled. Really? Man, I was getting profiled. I got pulled out of line. I got searched. I got my bag pulled, tagged, and my guys were riding with me. Nope, not once. And I would tell them, "I'm getting get profiled." Both of them, and they're both you know real conservative guys. They're going, "No, no, you're not. No, you're not." I said, "Bullshit." did they pull you back? Did they pull your back No, because you're pink. You're so white. <laughs> you're so. You're so you're, you know I was telling these guys I was a little bit pissed off because it had happened to me uh two times consecutively and then there were times when I was like i would you know collect my bag when at our destination only to find out that it had been searched because you know the you know there'd be a there'd be a note in the bag yeah. we pulled your bag we searched it and i say did you guys get one of these and they're shaking their heads. and so They finally realized that what? Yeah, you're getting profiled. So, so now I'm the terrorist. So I was going, Man, this this is crap. And so I would tell my brother about it. He's so to conservative, too. And I, and I would tell him, I said, Are you getting profiled? Because I am. He goes, No, no, you can't be. So I had that whole conversation with him, too. I said, no, yeah, yeah, I am. But by that time, our gigs were really starting to dry out at that point, point. and I was like having to get like part-time jobs in town just to keep keep money coming in. Well, eventually it all you know caved in, but it took it took a long time rolling downhill for us to realize not enough for this, so I quit. <laughs> the, <terrorists won. laughs>
1: the terrorist one, the terrorist one, yeah. So, well, there that's it is. Uh, that's. I remember the times that I had been on other events that I had to fly to. One of them to Salt Lake City, uh, Long Island, uh, Columbus, Ohio, Philadelphia.
0: Yeah.
1: Before 9-11, we used to always carry Leatherman, those little Leatherman knives, you know. That
0: I can't believe you, you got up. away with it, ever. Yeah,
1: before. I mean, this was before
0: 9-11. Damn.
1: Yeah, and then we, you know, now you you well, right after nine eleven, you couldn't get on board with the dirty look.
0: Okay, L- let me ask you this: Do you remember like, at Love Field and some places, you know how, like, you know, you come into the main terminal, you know, and you have to check your bag, or you go and you know you're the bag with you, and if something comes up, you you know you gotta hand over a little sharp knife or whatever, you know, some things were like that, right? Yeah. But then. Once you get past there, you can go into the restaurant that's right there by the gate, and they will serve you with a knife and fork. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They will give you a freaking knife and a fork right there. You're inside, right there where the, where the board is. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is that? So somebody pointed that out, and then they would still give you these plastic ones. But then somebody did a video of it. this. And so he was like, uh, he just found a rough surface and sharpened that sucker down to a point, and just, you know, ground it down. And I was going, now, now, now everything's going to be dangerous. Now we can't even carry a stick of gum without yeah. thinking somebody's going to you know, cut your throat with it. It's like, everybody got scared all the time now. You know, everybody's yeah. going like, ah, you know, it's dangerous. Everything's dangerous. Everything's dangerous. Everything's dangerous. Now i going, no, man, you know what? <laughs> the terrorist one the terrorist one <laughs> mm-hmm. so I don't know that's what I'm but uh, I, I don't know where we're all is going to go where it's going but it's like I'm just trying to, I'm, you know what I'm going to watch my lawn I'll watch the neighbor's lawn you know just don't speed <laughs> otherwise yeah. somebody will pull you over you know and think you're a terrorist whatever I don't know everybody's watching out now so so crazy it's like they're just looking for something like that to, to happen uh, do you
1: feel like um, I almost feel like the police are letting things slide now because they're afraid to be because they're they're starting to be uh, oh, complacent yeah, well you know everything's everybody's against them now because of Obviously, because there was some idiot officers doing some idiot stuff, but it's apparently now it's everyone. All the police are are uh, crooks or racist when it's not true.
0: It's not true. No,
1: it's not. It's not true. But it's almost like all the police are, All the police have been profiled now. Hey, have you heard about these flash mob robberies? These smash and grab robberies have been happening. What? Yeah, uh, one in Chicago uh, at a store, about 50 people, they pulled their cars up and then went inside and just started smashing and grabbing. It was a flash mob smash and grab, and then they left. Now, apparently, they were able to track some of the cars down and get some of the suspects. And then it's apparently it happened in San Francisco as well.
0: What the hell?
1: You know, it's uh, brazen. Friends? It's just, hey, there. We we've got more numbers than than can anybody stop us.
0: So how do you, I wonder how do they? I wonder what what they do is like they're all in the neighborhood or what? Hey, go tell your friends we're going to go do this. Let's see. How do you do that?
1: Smash and grab in San Francisco.
0: Well, you know something that reminds me like in Brazil, in Rio de Janeiro, there yep. were fl- they were like flash mob muggings. You know, these young kids that get together, yeah. Then there'd be about eight or you know, be more like about ten or twelve of them, and they would just walk in a mob towards tourists and basically just bowl them over, you know, beat them up and mug them, and just keep on take everything they get, and just keep on moving like yeah. that, and just get lost in the crowd. But they would blend in with everybody, but they would be coordinated to where they're mugging people, uh. Almost like bulldozer style.
1: Yeah. That's, that's what's
0: well, going on. Man.
1: So, uh, Bay Area retailers, this happened Monday the 22nd, Sunday the 21st uh, at, a, at a mall in Pleasanton, California. Oh, it Dang looks up. like it started on the November the 15th, November the 17th, November the 19th, November the 20th, November the 21st. Huh. 22nd smash and grab, it's, uh, you know, just very brazen. A bunch of people just figure we'll get away with it. Nobody's going to do anything because there's too many of us. You know, huh. if I'm going to smash and grab. You know where I'm going to smash and grab? I'm going to smash and bra- grab at a Brahms. I'm going to get some ice cream, and I'm going I'm to make sure they put plenty of fudge and pecans on top of that ice cream.
0: And then just run with it.
1: And then run with it. It'd almost well, be a funny sketch.
0: Get, get a lid. Yeah, just get a lid before you run, yeah. though. So, it gets, you know, because it melts real fast, a, right?
1: Yeah, or do a smash and grab at the uh, Texas Department of Licensing. <laughs> you get in there and force them to give you <laughs> your driver's license. Take
0: the picture. Yeah. Take the picture now. Now. Just go in there and take your own picture against yeah. that thing, you know. You just do uh, a selfie. Okay, how's that? <laughs> driver's license selfie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just going back to that smash and grab, even if you just want to, like, just get a single scoop, yeah. you get your scoop and you just eat it as fast as you can. But, well, then, then you might get, like, a, one of those. Then you get the brain freeze. The freeze, the brain freeze. That's right. Well, you know, okay, we'll forget that. But
1: Or, you know, another, another funny concept would be uh, senior citizens smashing and grabbing uh, insure at the target.
0: <laughs>
1: Coming in wheelchairs and walkers and the little, little motorized wheelchair. Little motorized wheelchairs and they're just knocking people over.
0: Golf carts.
1: Yeah, they're grabbing they're just grabbing everything on the on the uh senior citizen aisle. And then <laughs> they're slow rolling out the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh all the got- cat
0: food. Yeah, and
1: they all got face masks. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> and they, they and they all got their face masks on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, you, know, you gotta make sure you go, all right. Now what are we gonna you go do? You got a couple wild. Oh somebody make sure you get me my come me my cottage cheese, for God's sake. Like, don't forget it again. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see the medication aisle, some campful phonique. <laughs> Yeah. Get some urtica or some camphophonique. Gotta go of that. And then
1: one of them remembers he's got a prescription at the pharmacy. <laughs> he's, he goes, Oh, I got to go to get my oh, prescription. And he's me, standing in line at the pharmacy while all his friends are still smashing everything. Come on, Carl. I got <laughs> I got my blood thinner. I got to get my blood thinner.
0: <laughs> Change sweaters. Turn it inside
1: yeah. out. So we'll <laughs> Jesus.
0: You know, oh, one, them, one of one of one
1: of them's got a mannequin in the in the in the basket of the cart.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do with that? You don't want to know. He's my decoy. <laughs> <laughs> Push him out. <clears throat> Push out the mannequin. That was the mannequin. That was Jeff. Oh my God! Poor Jeff. <laughs> Police
1: car a, stops. Stop! There's a body in the middle of the road.
0: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Where's the mannequin? Well, he's driving. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, sm- a senior citizen smashing ground. No.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my god! Uh, that's
1: uh, uh, that's Saturday Night Live stuff, there, Bob. That,
0: well, uh, I have to say. Well, then, then, yeah, you can do your man. It's Oh my gosh, it's all over the place, isn't it? Do smash and grab all over the place. Oh, what is it? Let me see. what was it? Oh, hey, 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 take it easy, take it easy. It's the mailman. He's huh. freaking out about the mailman. He's not even He's supposed to be in the
1: house. I tell you, I was. Uh, I did deliveries for Amazon out of my own car.
0: Oh yeah, you were and, telling me about that.
1: And it's it's amazing how many dogs will bark at you, and they do not like delivery people for some reason. That's right. I had a dog come out Different. and jumped up and bit me on the leg. Uh oh. Really? I told I told the guy. I said, "Look, that's a." I said, I, "I understand, but I have to report that that's a bite." I said, "I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I didn't. I was just coming to deliver a package, and your dog got out and bit me in the leg. Now it wasn't a bad bite. It was a. He just got through and broke a little skin on my thigh. Yeah, but they. But still, uh, I had to call this. I had to call the city, and, and what they wound up doing, they said, "Well, we'll probably put him in a uh, a stay at home." what do they call it Uh, lockdown? Yeah. So to speak. And I said, well, that's fine. I mean, I, I, the the dog probably didn't have rabies, but it's something that I have to report because this is my job
0: and, you know,
1: felt bad about it, but Hey,
0: it is what it is. Well, it is because, you know, you, you you know, you're just trying to do your work there and then, you know, some dog jumps up and, well, you know, some dogs are, you know, especially the, the big ones. You know, they'll they do some damage. To them. The yeah. little ones just make a lot of noise. They're annoying as so hell. They'll they'll you know scratch your ankles and stuff. But yeah, those big ones, man, they'll come at you. They yeah. can do some damage.
1: Yep, I got bit on the hand by a dog three years ago. Took uh, put, put a big cut in my in my my left. Uh, what's the finger in between the index finger and the little finger, the ring finger. Yeah. Put, put, yeah. put a big old, put a big gash in that finger.
0: Ow. Yeah. Man.
1: I got pictures of that and it did not look good for a while, but now it's, you can just barely see the scar.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He was, well, he had gotten out. The, the, the owner was putting him out on the back patio on the lower floor and he would take the leash and loop it around the inside of the, of the door. So the poor dog couldn't couldn't even explore the whole patio.
0: Oh man! It was man. a husky.
1: It was a beautiful husky, but apparently he broke the leash and was able to leap over the lower railing. And I sat down and asked, you know, put my hand out for him to sniff my hand, and he liked it so much he decided to bite
0: it. Oh man! Well, you know the ones that gets me are those people who are like, they. We had some in the neighborhood. They breed, uh, they breed uh, dogs for fighting. Yeah. Wow. And uh, these 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 things are, are are massive and they're strong, and they breed them and they put them in the backyards with 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 uh, with the inferior fencing, and they do, those yeah. dogs can basically chew a fence apart. I've yeah. seen them do it. I've actually seen them do it because these neighbors that we used to have, they had a puppy farm going on back here, and they were breeding fighting dogs. And the thing about it is, is the guy was a minister, so to speak, I guess. Apparently he had a church, but he was breeding these fighting dogs. I went, what the hell? Who does that? Uh, and so, so wow. every time this, this one dog would break out and terrorize people, and he would always say the same thing. Oh, he's just all And I, myself and my dad, the other day who goes on the other side, would say, dude, you are one second away from getting your ass sued jail, and that dog's going to get shot. Nobody going to shoot the dog. I say, well, how about you just put him in the backyard and chain him down and keep him in place, and he would he wouldn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he would die. That guy, he got pissed off at me. And I was going, "Well, I'm sorry, you know." Now things cooled off after that. I mean, yeah, yeah, we got on on talking terms, but I, I don't know why. But well, I do know why because that dog charged up my mother-in-law, and she was stuck in her car there for a while. I thought, you know what? It doesn't take long. Maybe just a little. Maybe just a quick snap, quick bite. He, yeah. he could have actually. They're strong enough. He could have done some bad damage. I yeah. thought uh, because they don't know. Sometimes they're just the uh, it takes over, and they're just hunkered down and chewing shit. They don't know if it's a human or what. Nope. And I do not want to be on the receiving end of one of those. I tell you what, man, dogs are crazy. Dogs you're are crazy. But... And I don't know why people say dogs are man's best friend. What does that say about men?
1: If Dogs are man's best friend. What does that say about men? <laughs> I think that's
0: the purpose. I think
1: that's the purpose that dogs are best friend because a dog will never leave you. A dog will forgive you. The dog will be at home for you whenever you when you show up wagging well, his tail.
0: Yeah, well, I guess. Well, yeah, you don't want a not, guy to do right. that.
1: You know, men, men will backstab you. you some people will take some men will take advantage of you
0: it's yes, not just
1: men women women too
0: I you guess know, that's I, what it says
1: I traded my wife in for a dog and I had the 15 of the best years of my life with a dog
0: oh, oh wow yeah oh well, I think, yeah
1: does not sure. say much about my choice for for a wife but hey
0: yeah. you well
1: know? <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> I think I better end this. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll give you, I'll give you call back, but I'm gonna end this, and then we'll oh. uh, we'll talk about it. Okay. Right. Talk <laughs> to All you right. later, man. All right. Bye.